You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Browns fans, before we get started, just want to thank the sponsors of today's show. Head to omahasteaks.com slash dogs, D-A-W-G-S right now and use promo code dogs when you check out. Take advantage of the 50% off site-wide sale, plus you'll get eight free burgers with your order. And again, use that code dogs when you check out to get $30 off your order. And Danger Coffee. Get 10% off at dangercoffee.com slash dogs. Use promo code dogs. 10% off mold-free, toxin-free, delicious coffee. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another live edition of the Dogs Podcast. Coming to you in what is our second week of off-season football. It's been a long, dark two weeks. <laughs> I just wake up every day. It's like the rain cloud is just following me around. I'm holding an umbrella, but it, it Has collapses it. and all yeah. the rain falls on my head. It's just a very dreary time right now in my life with no football. I saw somebody on Twitter. Somebody said they they've recorded every Browns game and now they play one Browns game every Sunday and they <laughs> tell the wife, Hey, I can't go shopping or anything today. Cause Browns are on. Well, that's well played. That's strategic. <laughs> that wife, like need, that. that wife is not very she's, much. She's not in the know. Not in the know. It's like, uh, uh, Justin, when the new Xboxes came out, Justin did not have an Xbox. Okay. This is a fun story to start the episode. Ugh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> And Justin had been talking to somebody. He was just going to get an Xbox One, I believe. And, or no, he was just going to get a 360. Mm. He didn't have an Xbox One, and he just wanted to get a 360 because he was a PlayStation guy forever. Yes. And then he started, and so he was talking to a guy on like Craigslist or something, and he went to go buy it. And instead of going there to buy it, he stopped at Walmart and bought an Xbox One X, X. I'm pretty sure. The best thing. And, and, a couple, and a couple games. and just So his wife thought he left to go buy a $50 Xbox 360, and instead he stopped and spent $600 on the new <laughs> Xbox. Sarah yeah. was literally no idea. I told her. I was like, no oh, idea. The disc tray doesn't work. <laughs> He only wants 40 bucks for it. Just She's just like, oh, look at that Xbox. It looks pretty new. And he's like, oh, you kept real good care of yeah, it. Yeah, kept the bag and the plastic and everything. <laughs> I'm like, my wife would have known instantly. She'd have been like, get your ass back to the store. Um, so that was just a little fun story into our lives. Uh, hopefully Sarah's not watching. Um, so... <laughs> 
it's out of the statute of limitations. <laughs> that was a while that was, ago. I think yeah. that was pre-marriage. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, you're yeah, good. Now. That was a long time ago. Kids, yeah. So stuck. <laughs> but we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get you guys through the next few months or nine months or however long I'm it gonna is. I'm going to try to get you an Xbox One X for $40. Right, guys. <laughs> so Let's go. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here. Remember, if you want to get your intros or voicemails on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. You can also find the merch store in the same location. Today, we're going to talk about uh, Brandon Ayuk is a possible trade target for the Browns. Uh, what that would look like salary cap wise, uh, who on the Browns is a possible candidate for restructure or, or possibly being cut to make room for trading for a guy like Ayuk and probably most likely having to extend him. If we trade for him, we don't want to trade and then be a one year rental. Uh, we're also going to get into then uh, the Mike Tannenbaum stuff mm-hmm. about saying the Browns should trade for uh, Daniel Jones and <laughs> trade. <laughs> We're going to get into it. It was, it was quite arguably the dumbest thing I've ever heard anybody say on TV it was or bad. online or, I mean. It's in real life. People just, say really dumb things. Yes. They do. So uh, we're going to get into that a little bit, kind of uh, give you guys our opinions. Um, so we got a fun episode lined up, I think. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, while we're letting the chat fill up, hopefully it does. Remember, you can find us on all the socials, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, which one did I miss? TikTok. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. You don't miss any of the new content that we're putting out, so make sure you have the notification bell tapped. Uh, if you prefer to just listen to the show, driving to work or something, uh, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on the Patreon page extra episode every week we just got done recording it it's always a good time uh it's a little bit of just anything which we might kind of blend into these regular episodes throughout the off season so we'll give you guys a little bit of a taste if, if you guys like that nibble and you want the whole <laughs> you want the whole thing you don't want just the crumbs uh jump into the dog pack become a, a dog pack member you get to play fantasy football with us on uh, the highlight you get access to that private discord uh with people from all over the world on it everybody's gotten real close in there. It's like a good Browns backer group online that you have access to 24 seven. When you want to talk about anything from football, I think somebody in there just started up a fantasy racing league. Yeah. NASCAR. Really? I was going to get in, (laughs) but then I forgot unprovoked by us. The thing is, it's like, uh, it's taken on a life of its own. (laughs) It's like AI. Yeah. That's what (laughs) you know what I mean? Somebody was in there like, Hey, I started a fantasy, uh, NASCAR racing league. Does anybody want to get in it? And I was like, Fucking no, <laughs> but it's good, good for you guys who want to be in it. Um, so yeah, it's a good time. Everybody in there, you know, it's real cool. It's real laid back. Everybody has fun. So join the dogs.com become an official dog pack member. So, uh, Brandon, you potential trade target. I know Josh has uh, a ton of numbers. I, I guess before we get into it, I thought Josh posted a really good poll question here at the beginning and it said, who would you be most willing to lose to make room for Ayuk? I guess let's just start. Who? Say what's going on, right? Or what, are you going to ask us first? Yeah. Okay. So well, what were the options? First of all, read it yeah. up for everybody. So it's Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Greg Newsom, and Wyatt Teller. And I'm actually, I just voted. And so I got to see the percentages and I was very surprised by the results currently. Okay. Justin. Um, am I saying who I voted for? Is that what we're saying? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I So for me, I love Nick Chubb, so I'm not ready. I know that there's a lot of contract stuff there, so uh, I'm not ready to part ways with Nick Chubb. Uh, I think Amari Cooper, you can't get rid of him right now because he's legitimately our only real wide receiver threat. So it came down to Wyatt Teller, who I love, and JOK, who I also think is awesome. No, Newsome. Newsome. Oh, Newsome. 
Uh, well, okay, so it came down to Newsom, and it came down to Wyatt Teller for me, and uh, I went with the guy who I misnamed, I guess, apparently. So I went with Newsom, um, I, and I like Newsom. I just, you know, for me, that was the guy. I guess that, and it comes down to like depth. I'd rather just keep all of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so, but I was just like, well, I guess if if we have to do that deal, I don't know how much offensive line depth we have right now. Um, and then, you know, I was like, I guess maybe some young guys can step up, um, in the secondary. Yeah. So my vote on that poll was Greg Newsom as well. I've got a whole section on my notes about like trade and my proposed trade to get IU and it involves Newsom. So I'll, I'll explain that when I get to, it. but what did, what did you say, Blake? So I think using Newsom as a piece makes sense. But in terms of who I'd be willing to give up, this is going to break a lot of hearts, including my own. It's a hundred. It's Wyatt Teller. Yeah. And to be honest, it's it's not even really close. Okay. Because, um, and I love Wyatt Teller, and he's very very good. I understand that, but it's way easier to replace a guard than it is a, a, a first round draft pick in the secondary. We just saw we just saw the Chiefs win a Super Bowl because their two corners had games of their lives. This is a good uh, point. And I actually, I heard, I heard an interview with Spagnuolo who said, Brock Purdy is very good. We had, to, uh, we had to stop playing zone and go to more. We had to adjust to what he was doing because he was picking us apart in the zone. And we had to put it on our corners. And luckily, our corners played the games of their lives. And that's how we were able to, sh- you know, limit their offense and go win the Super Bowl. You can't, I don't, you can't get rid of secondary pieces. We, I mean, we, we, we were just playing undrafted free agents by the end of the year. You get rid of a first round draft pick and you know what I mean? Like you said, you don't know what our depth is like at at guard. I feel like it's way easier to find a serviceable guard than it is to find a high level corner. Wyatt Teller was the question mark the season he started for the Browns after we traded for him. It was like, who's going to play that right guard spot before he ever took over. Yes. So you never know what you're going to find there. And I agree with you on that. The thing with Newsom, just to spoiler a little bit on the future talk here, but the Browns do have to make a decision here soon on whether or not they're picking up his fifth year option. And when they do pick up his fifth year option, any, any non-guaranteed base salary for 2024 becomes fully guaranteed. And that 2025 fifth year option, which I think I'll have to look it up. I thought it was like 14 million, maybe it becomes fully guaranteed. I'll look that up real quick. Gage says we already had have two stud outside corners and Mitch played very well. Two's not enough, man. Two's no. not enough, especially when one of them misses four games a year. Two is not enough. You got it. You got to have five. <laughs> yeah. You got to have, you got to have four to five corners on your team that you might have two that are very, very good, but there can't be a huge drop off from your, from your first to Mike your Ford covering legitimate starting wide receivers. Yeah. It wasn't year. good. Yeah. And, and go and peep the Brown schedule next year. Yeah. We got a lot of good teams coming in. Yeah, so you, it, two's, not, two's not enough. I don't want to be one cornerback injury away from being a fucking sieve on the defensive back end no, because we you. can't cover anybody. Well, that'll be an interesting topic once we get to that cornerback stuff. You want me to go through Brandon Ayuk real quick for yeah. everybody who's not That's as familiar. Too. So Brandon, <clears throat> Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, 25 years old. He's about to turn 26, though, next month. But he is going into his fifth year. He's on his fifth-year option with the 49ers. He's... Slated to make $14 million, fully guaranteed, since it's a fifth-year option here in 24. So the 49ers could franchise tag him, and that would cost them roughly $22 million. They enter the offseason with 
just about $500,000 in cap space. So they've got a lot of work to do with their cap situation as well. And they've got Christian McCaffrey at running back. He's the number one overall paid running back, $16 million a year. He's slated to make $14 million against their cap with an $8.5 million dead cap this year. And then they've got Debo Samuel. Their other wide receiver is the seventh highest paid wide receiver in the league, $24 million a year. He's going to make 28 or he's going to be 28.6 against the cap this year. He's got a $26.5 million dead cap. So Debo's not going anywhere. And then they got George Kittle on the offense as well. He's the third highest paid tight end, $15 million a year. He's going to be a $22 million cap hit with a $19 million dead cap in 24. So they cannot afford, as far as I can tell, looking at their situation, they can't really afford to pay a fourth skill player that same level of money. And what I was reading is he's at, he like he's their top wide receiver. So he's going to want the same or probably more per year than what Debo's making. So they've got him projected at around probably a $25 million per year average whenever he signs an extension or his next contract. So I just feel like you can't really do that as the 49ers. Now, what's interesting is they finished dead last in the NFL in pass attempts. So I don't know if you can even justify paying two top 10 wide receiver salaries, a top three tight end salary, and a top number one running back salary when you're not throwing the ball. You're throwing the ball less than any other team in the league. I mean, if you get to the Super Bowl, you can. <laughs> not well, they didn't win it, though. That's fair. But anyway, Brandon Ayuk, based on that low pass volume, he only averaged six and a half targets per game. So that's crazy if you think about six and a half targets a game. He caught 75 passes for 1,342 yards, seven touchdowns. He was the seventh highest receiving yards in 2023. He did that, like I said, on the 32nd ranked team in pass attempts. He had the fourth highest yards per route run at 3.01. He was graded as PFF's second highest wide receiver in 23 behind Tyreek Hill. He got voted as a second team all pro this season. We know how hard it is to make an all pro. And, you know, he was a former first round pick in 2020. We, if you remember at all, his career started out bumpy. He was kind of in Shanahan's doghouse a couple times, but he's progressively gotten better and better every season he's been in the league. He now has two straight 1,000-yard seasons. He made that all-pro, like I just mentioned. He's Justin was talking about this earlier, one of the best route runners in the NFL, and he's actually sure. a really, really good run blocker. Yep. So he's actually one of my all-around favorite wide receivers in the league. I think the Browns could actually pull this off if they manage the – the cap situation with the team, but I just, I'm very, I'm a big fan of Brandon Ayuk. And I was actually looking at him. It's like, man, that would be awesome if we were able to, cause I was kind of looking around, you know, during the weeks between the wild card loss and the Super Bowl, thinking, well, what could the Browns do this season? Like an Amari Cooper thing where, you know, they got a wide receiver on a team who they can't really afford to pay him anymore. They're looking to maybe compensate something for him. And Ayuk came to mind. Then I started seeing people actually posting about it. There was an article written on it from the 49ers side, like why he's probably going to get moved. There was an article from the Brown side, like why they could actually use him. So I don't know. I think it's a relevant possibility. I mean, he's really good. He's really, really good. Um, like you said, crazy good route runner, super young. We were talking, he's, I think 25 right now going to be 26. Yeah. Um, I like him a lot. I mean, He's great. Once once he gets out in space, he always seems to separate really well. Mm -hmm. And then once he's in space, he's he's very good. Um, I do think that you'd probably have to give up a lot to get him, though. I mean, would he was you a though? Former, I think mean, he's a former first round pick. So is Amari Cooper. Uh, that's true. But I mean, now he's younger. Yeah, I was gonna say Amari Cooper was. But if the whole league knows, they can't sign him. You know what I mean? 
If the whole league knows, it's going to drive down his price. True. Well, what do we think his price is? Because that's that's the crazy thing. I mean, like me, Josh, and has got some. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, if you're out there in the chat, you're watching this right now. Go ahead and drop it in the chat. What What do you guys think? If the Browns move for Brandon Ayuk, what would be a reasonable trade for you guys to do? I put in here. I would, if it were me, I would start, and I mentioned Greg Newsom. I would start. I'd say, what about Greg Newsom in this year's second round pick? You know, we're getting we're getting a yeah. legit wide receiver. I think he's a wide receiver one. I think he'd be the wide receiver one in Cleveland for the next five years. The thing too is you look for that like replacement of, I guess last year we were like, we got to find a guy that can come in and like be the new number one. Once we can't afford Amari Cooper anymore. Right. This could be one of those guys. I mean, but uh, so I'm not good with the number part of it. So you know what I mean? When I think about like the salary cap and stuff like that, I'm like, how do we fit in a right. 22, $23 million a year player? But like, as far as like, if you look at the free agents, like, so if T Higgins is off and like Mike Evans is off, you can't get any of those guys. Would you rather have this guy or Calvin Ridley? I think you would want this dude. You know what I mean? I, I just, the money part to me is crazy because I'm like, Jesus, how do, how do we make it all work? Which Uh, we'll get into some of that here in a minute, but I agree in terms of fit. He played in a system that is similar to, to what you know what we do especially like the run blocking thing yeah um so i think that he, i think he would be a better fit for sure can the browns like you're going to get into the numbers here can we afford to be paying two wide receivers 20 plus million dollars right. like that and if we do and i know andrew barry is a, a cap wizard we're letting we're definitely letting some people go right mm-hmm. and i've got the whole list of like restructures and stuff and amari cooper's on that list where he could be restructured, extended, bring down his cap hit. You know, maybe we have him for another year or two, but then he's gone, and Ayuk then becomes that highest. You know, he's yeah. then he's the top dog in terms of salary cap allocation to the wide receiver position for the Browns. I'll say this. I think he's good. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. We think he can be wide receiver one, but how much right now is he Steelers' Juju Smith-Schuster? This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, you know my household runs on Omaha Steaks, and that's why I'm so excited that 50% off site-wide is back. That's right. It's Omaha Steaks President's Day sale, and right now, listeners of this show can go to omahasteaks.com slash dogs, D-A-W-G-S, use promo code dogs when you check out, and get eight free burgers with your order. With the price of food and meat nowadays being sky high, these are my favorite sales of the year because nothing can beat... 50% off all the juicy, tender steaks, burgers, chicken, pork, seafood, etc. Plus grab a package with the caramel apple tartlets for dessert. I never order anything from Omaha Steaks without getting those caramel apple tartlets. Take advantage of this sale right now before it's over. That's 50% off site-wide at omahasteaks.com slash dogs. Use promo code dogs and get eight free burgers with your order. Hey, Ohio, if you haven't downloaded the BetMGM app yet, you'll definitely want to take advantage of this limited time offer. New users who sign up through our link must deposit $10 and place a first wager of $5 on any live bet. 
Once your bet is placed, you will instantly receive $150 in bonus bets. You will get three bonus bet tokens of $50, allowing you to make multiple wagers with your bonuses. This offer is only available if you sign up through our link, which you can find in the description below, or scan the QR code on your screen to start signing up. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you qualify. There's always that risk. For sure. There's I mean, always that risk. Like, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if I want to trade up high level draft picks or, I mean, Newsom was a first round draft pick and uh, in an important position for a guy that we don't know for sure is an elite level number one wide receiver. The, the difference for me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like when Juju was on the Steelers, how many games did he actually play where, where Antonio Brown wasn't? on the field where he was like injured or something, because I know that Brandon Ayuk has played without Debo, without Kittle and, and they usually li- and they lose. <laughs> well, you can't put everything on just one guy, but I'm saying I'd be interested to see what his numbers are though. When he's the number one, when like Debo's not out there, we could pull that yeah. because I mean, and I like Debo right now. I mean, they got Debo, George Kittle, CMC. I mean, if all those guys are on the field, Ayuk is Ayuk is probably the defense's like fourth guy they're paying attention to. True, but if he was here, then there'd be you know Amari, David. I mean, those guys. I I see what you're saying, but I know they're not. Well, I don't know. Amari Cooper balled out this year. How would it, if you're the Niners though? I feel like you were in a, a tough spot with Debo because I was just looking at he's so versatile. But he only had, he had 225 rushing yards, and he only had 892 receiving yards. So he's just over, a shade over 1,000 all-purpose yards. And he had, uh, I think, 12 touchdowns, which is a decent amount of touchdowns. Right. Mm-hmm. But you, you sank up. He's the seventh paid highest wide receiver yeah. for eight under 900 yards. I mean, 892 yards is Donovan Peoples-Jones two years ago. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. uh, now, Donovan Peoples-Jones didn't have 200 yards rushing, but – 200, I mean, that's not that. It's not like he wasn't, he didn't put up 600 yards rushing and 900, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like these these top wide, I mean, Tyreek's a 17, 1800 yard receiver guy, plus maybe, you know, 100 rushing yards or 50. To be like that, high, but you couldn't let him go either. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't, you couldn't let him walk. Right. So I feel like they were in a tough spot there because now you got so much money sunk into him. We're talking about they might be giving up the guy who led their team in receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, for a guy who had under 900. The the thing too for me is like, so over the last couple, don't get me wrong, Debo, I feel like Debo is pretty special. You know what I mean? Like I I know he, the numbers are kind of down and everything. He's, he's a pretty special player. But my thing with Debo is he's had trouble staying on the field. This kid, I want to say has played 16, 17 games the last two seasons. Like not a lot of injuries. Like pretty like – pretty reliable you know what i mean and that's something that that's another great great asset for a young kid you know that's it's definitely another uh selling point right but just just real quick i'll just say why i picked newsom essentially because i I was just looking at the the 49ers roster and if anybody knows more about the 49ers team please let me know because i'm by no means a 49ers expert but it looks like they've only got the only cornerbacks on the roster for this com- upcoming season that appear to be really any good, Traverius Ward and Isaiah Oliver, 
They're both 28 years old. Ward, it looks like, is 18 million against the cap, and then Oliver's just 3.8. So I feel like they could use another, like a young, high level cornerback. Newsom kind of fits that bill for them. And I just, Newsom is a question mark to me as far as what the Browns are going to do with his salary, like with his cap and stuff, because, you know, what, what, what's he going to command? You know what I mean? As far as an extension goes, we've got Ward who's paid super high. Emerson's on the roster who we still got a couple years left on his rookie deer. We got to be thinking like that. He's, we probably want to extend him. He's going to be who? So, uh, Martin Emerson. Emerson. Vicky yeah. is playing super so, well. So here it is. If the Browns pick up Newsom's fifth-year option, he's guaranteed $12.2 million in 2025, and then any base salary here in 24 that wasn't guaranteed becomes fully guaranteed. So you kind of run into a Jed Wills situation where, you know, last year we fifth-year picked up his option. Now this year we're looking at like, oh, I just we're, wouldn't we're pick up his option. It. Just make him play on the last year of his deal. Could. I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, because then you, you have to extend him next year or else he's gone. So? I'm just saying, if, if you're just like, going to let him walk. I mean, I guess it, here's the thing. It's, you know, like well, why, he, it's, not, it's not guaranteed yeah. that he walks next year. If he plays really well, pay him. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like. And I think he likes being in Cleveland. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think I'm he not wants trying to, be, to get rid of him. I'm yeah. just saying I was looking at the most plausible. I'm just saying let the guy hit the market because I like him. This this it's giving DPJ where everybody thought he was going to price himself off of the Browns. And I'm saying instead of letting him hit the market, if I mean if you can use him in a trade to bring in a guy that you know is going to help your offense, I that's just I would be willing to do it. No, I, mean, I would be I would be no I would trade him, but I'm just saying in terms of like the money, I just if we let Greg Newsom hit the open market right now, I don't think he's getting some huge contracts somewhere. That's fair. So you would let him hit the market and then I think it's send him back cheap. Unless he goes off next year. I think but, he fits our system really, really well. But, like, I don't think he can go be a he number got, one. He, he got torched a lot. Yeah, I don't think Texan, he could go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like, again, I like Greg Newsom. I think he's got, like, a dog mentality. Absolutely. And, and I think he fits in our system well. But it, it's, I don't think if you let the guy hit the market, people are going to be lining up to just sign him to some huge contract. Like, I think you could get him back. Like, you could sign him back cheap. That's that, unless he goes off next year. Off. I don't think he's, he. I don't think he did enough this year to just. He's not getting some thirty million dollars a year. Well, I mean, after the playoff game, all I heard was Browns fans talking about trading him, getting rid of him. They cutting didn't him. want him on yeah. the yeah. cutting him. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think it's that serious. Like, so, I, like just talking about the Brandon Ayuk stuff. So Jack Duffin on X said that the two most obvious routes to bringing Brandon Ayuk to Cleveland, number one, Amari Cooper is gone. Number two option would be Wyatt Teller and Nick Chubb are both gone. And I said, I, I don't know if I really agree about Cooper because I think the Browns, they, I mean, just because they haven't necessarily gotten it totally right, they definitely understand the value of the wide receiver position. I mean, they, they've used three straight years of third-round picks on wide receivers. All three had minimal, minimal production as rookies, you know, kind of disappointing out the gate. And then a second-round pick for Elijah Moore, not exactly the result we were hoping for. The best move they did was going out and getting Amari Cooper to come in here and be that guy, so... I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you make the move for Brandon Ayuk if you're not also keeping Amari Cooper because that's the whole idea. I you think want both of those guys. If you have Amari Cooper, Ayuk, and then Elijah Moore and like yeah. the three and then Elijah a Moore. true slot guy, that could be crazy, crazy good. And then you have Chiefs still out there. And then who knows what – I know Chubb eventually is coming back. or But you got to think, man, like offensively that is – 
a high power, like, and we're going to air the ball out. That's that's a good starting piece. But I, uh, my goodness, I, two things. Joey Nichols, you all don't. I don't know. Explain. I I don't know what you mean by that in terms of like to trade or we suck. I don't know. Y'all like, don't have the ammo. We, I, we definitely have ammo. Explain yourself. I'm just confused. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll get to your comment. And then two, uh, Brandon Ayuk has 67 catches for 848 yards and six touchdowns in 13 games without Debo Samuel in his career. So he's got good numbers with, when mm-hmm. Debo doesn't play. Okay. Now I didn't, I don't have, you know, ESPN's next gen stats here. Even if Debo doesn't play, he still has Jennings, uh, CMC and George Kittle running around. So it's, you know what I mean? It's not a hundred percent like Juju. It's not like if AB was out and then Juju was the one because they didn't have anybody else. I mean, he still got dudes everywhere. Um, but no, I, I think he's good. I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Do, do you throw a ton of money at a guy who you don't know if he can be the guy? I think if you're just, if you're trying to win, I, the thing is, I don't see any really other great options to, to hit a home run like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This isn't just like, well, let's just trade for a mid-level guy and see if he can become anything. Elijah Moore. That's kind of what we did last year. It's it's going all in, and if it doesn't work, you know, that sucks. It doesn't work, but at least they tried. I'd much rather – we live in that era now where the Browns try. Yeah. No, and I and love it, that. I'm not anti-Brandon Ayuk. I'm just no. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, if they trade for Brandon Ayuk, I'm definitely gonna be pumped. Yeah, <laughs> well, but I mean? the expectation would be he better be that guy. Yes, like that's what you're doing because you're gonna have to give up a lot to get him, and then you're gonna have to pay him a lot to keep him. You think you're getting Brandon Ayuk for a second? LOL. Well, we got Amari Cooper for a fifth. No, we said Greg Newsom and a second, and I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I, I if they were like uh, we would do Newsom in your first next year, I'd say okay. Because what are we going to get with your if, if receiver's your main focus? You're, you're okay, so we draft a first round receiver. There's no guarantee he becomes anything. There's no guarantee he does anything in year one or two. He's saying one. What, what do you what do you think Brandon Ayuk commands in terms of draft picks? This isn't Tyreek Hill. What, what's he? I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, like he's a, he's not he's not. I no. mean, Tyreek Hill was what two picks? We would have thought that Amari Cooper would have gone for a lot more. That's fair. You yeah. know, that's fair. And he was what twenty seven. We got him twenty six, yeah. So well, it turns out Joey Nichols, you you don't have any say in anything. <laughs> I'd be curious. I would have been curious to see your comments on videos talking about the Browns getting Amari Cooper for yeah. a fifth. For a fifth, <laughs> he just had a career year. In case you were wondering, um, so no, I think it'd be a good move for the Browns if they can pull it off. I'm curious to see how the numbers would work. Who were some of these? Uh, right. restructure slash cut candidates. Yeah, so we'll dive into the contract conversation now. And I mean, so the Browns right now going into the offseason, we are 19.6 million under the cap. Or I mean, okay. over the cap, sorry. Oh boy. So we are 19.6, almost $20 million in the hole. But by the time, if they do a bunch of these things, they could potentially free up and be at like 68 or more in available space. So Okay. Number one, so these are the the candidates that could be restructured and how much that they can free up according to overthecap.com. Deshaun Watson can be restructured, frees up 33.6 million. Amari Cooper can be restructured, frees up 12.5. Denzel Ward can be restructured, frees up 10.6. Jed Wills can be restructured, frees up 9.7. Joel Batonio can be restructured, he's 4.3. 
and Wyatt Teller could be restructured for a savings of 3.4. I wish I was really good at math. And I'm sure there's some other guys too that that are a little bit lower than that that they might just rework just to free up. You know how they'll you'll get the news that says, "Hey, they restructured these three guys, saved up, you know, freed up th- an extra three million or something." Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I wouldn't like Wyatt Teller. Is he was he a cut candidate? He's not a cut candidate, but he's a trade candidate. A trade candidate. Let me see because I, I like over the cap because it lets you play out all the different scenarios. So. Let me just see here. Wyatt Teller, if we cut him before June 1st, we cannot cut him. We would, we would lose way too much money. Okay. So, cut, so if we cut him after June 1st, we can free up 6.4. And if we trade, we can't trade him before we could trade. So 6.4, cut or trade after June 1st. Okay. We could free up 6.4. Or we could restructure, like I said, and it's whatever. Three. So really, only, if you restructure, it costs you $3 million. That's, I just restructure yeah. and keep them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not my sure. 3 million, but uh, that, that's what I would do. Um, where do we, where, I know we've talked about this some, but like, is Chubb a cut candidate? Okay. Well, do yeah. you want my cut candidate list? Yeah. yeah. I really only have two guys based on the numbers that are candidates to be cut. And it's Jordan Akins can be cut to save two and Nick Chubb can be cut to save 11.8 million. That's a big eleven point eight million. I think he's good. I mean, if he, in order to keep him, they got to restructure him for sure, absolutely. So, and I know it's it's like semantics and just terminology, but you can't restructure Nick Chubb because of the way his deal. There's no money to move around into bonus or whatever, but they could extend him. So that's kind of where the thing with Nick Chubb comes in. You could extend him, and then essentially, like we talked about, he would be taking a pay cut. Yeah, for I this think, year. I mean, but I don't even know if he's going to be he is he gonna be ready week one no if he starts on pup is that six weeks does he yeah. come back on a snap count at what point is he 100 percent back so do it mid-season or is it even this year at all i don't think he'll miss the whole no year, no i'm saying i'm saying a hundred percent week two yeah I, but I, I mean but if but if they're saying though i mean if he starts on pup i'm just i'm just thinking timeline wise if he's on a snap count if he's we need to, I guess we need to figure out where he's at in terms of like when he's going to be back because right. I mean, there's, there's people coming back from ACLs and I mean, Cam Akers came back like eight months later. Uh-huh. Right. You know what I mean? So we'll do it. Like if we're saying mid season, we think it's going to take Nick Chubb 16 months. I don't We're no. going to think it's going to take him twice as long as Cam Akers. We'll see if the chat knows any recent updates. But. I know, I know I listen to a lot of uh, Browns daily and, and uh, uh, what's his name? Nate was saying he uh, he thinks not week one. He not I, he's he'd be shocked if he's ready week. The one. thing to remember too is I mean guys do tear their ACLs and make a recovery, but it usually they're not they're not a hundred percent themselves. Like we saw Brees all this year, and he's twenty two years old. It took him till the end of the season to really get back to right. his full strength. And the thing with Chubb is when it happened, we all thought it was season ending. Like uh, it or was career ending career. I'm sorry. Yeah. Career ending. That's what I meant. Like it, it was a much more devastating injury than some of these other guys. And if anybody can bounce back, we've said I, it's Nick Chubb, but this is my, this is my thought on it. I can't see Nick Chubb like pounding the table and saying that he wants top dollar running back money. I like, I think that he's deserving of it. I mean, what he's done in Cleveland has been nothing but spectacular. He's one of my favorite Browns player, if not my favorite Browns player of all time. Yeah. But to me, they're 
there's got to be some restructuring. And I, and if that means take a risk on him down the road and you're extending him, I say you take that chance because if anybody overcomes an injury like that, it is Nick Chubb. But I, to me, I don't think that you can pay him. What's he going to get paid this year? 11. Right? Isn't that the cap uh, hit? I thought ca- he was 16. His cap hit is 15.8, oh, almost 16, 15.8. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I don't think you can pay him 15.8 million. Just go, hey, We'll see you when you get back healthy. We'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a tough situation because, like, the Browns are trying to, you know, you want to take care of your guys. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everybody wants to take care of Nick Chubb because of what he means to the team and to the city and the organization. But uh, I don't. It's a business also. Yeah. And, know? like, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a super. I don't envy Andrew Barry and Stefanski and these guys to make this decision because it's also at a position that is widely known as. Like not that you don't pay for this position, Correct, right? Not valued as, you know, and this I mean? is why the Browns made the contract the way they did to be in this position where they hold the leverage at this point in his career, where it's like, you know, if we, if we need to move on, we can, we have that option. And you heard Barry in the press conference, he said, you know, we're going to do everything we can to work with Nick Chubb, but it did sound like there's going to have to be some compromising here or else. Can you, ima- oh, I can't imagine though. The shit storm in Cleveland. <laughs> if if Nick they Chubb is not him. a Cleveland Brown, yeah. and then like Deshaun doesn't play well, or gets hurt again, and people are going to be like, "We had to cut Nick Chubb. We had to cut everybody's favorite player because this guy's making X amount of dollars and he's hurt again, or he sucks, or you know what I mean? Like, if we cut Nick Chubb, Deshaun, that just that's even more pressure on Deshaun because mm-hmm. if we cut Nick Chubb. And Deshaun isn't like a top five quarterback. It is going to be, it's going to be insufferable in yes. Cleveland. Like you're not, he's not going to be able to show his face. It's going to be bad. So if he's, he's got to hope Nick Chubb's willing to play ball a little bit, or he's got to really hope that he turns back the clock and it's 2020 Deshaun, because if not, it's going to be ugly. It's just going to, it's going to be super ugly. With that being said, I, I mean, my gut says they'll work out it. Me too. A, a mini extension where Me he too. takes a pay yeah. cut. He's not near the cap hit he is, you know, projected to be. So I, I think he'll be here, but you never know. You never know how these things are going to go. Like I think you said at one point on a previous episode, Blake, I mean, is he going to turn down guaranteed money to? I think I said that on the after hours. Like, okay. That's I what think is me as an, I guess I've never, obviously I've never been a pro athlete. Some might get competitive eater, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I'm not, uh, but the, um, uh, like if my job came to me and, you know, and I worked on like a contract basis and I'm doing my work or whatever and something happened and they were like, Hey, we want you to keep doing this work, but for less money, I would say no, no even though you, that. and, and you just got, really like really hurt doing this job yeah especially if i was like this is my last i'm not gonna make lots of money after this this is my last job so no i'm gonna need all that money Mm -hmm. uh now i don't know nick chuck i don't know what endorsements and stuff he has because i mean he's super he's quiet i don't i would imagine he does a lot i don't think yeah you know what i mean so i don't know how much money he's got off the field we had to promote his cereal yeah (laughs) So, you, you know, like some of these guys, the, the, the on the field money doesn't matter. They make more off the field than they do on the field, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of the, like, these main guys. Mm-hmm. But so like th- to me, if I'm Nick Chubb, I'm like, no, I'm not giving you, a, you know, 
my money back. Mm-hmm. I, I need that money. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and we can sit here and say, don't be selfish. Do what you can for the, none of you guys would just voluntarily right. give up $10 million either. Right. You know what I mean? You're, he's trying to not work for the rest of his life. Well, and solidify his family's yeah, uh, the legacy generations and, yeah. of so his family. It, it's such a, a touchy. I guess if you're a Cleveland fan, you have to hope he's like, he's not me. You know, and and, and he likes, you know, I I don't hate my job actually, but like if he likes his job in Cleveland more than I like my company, because I tell my company, you can afford it. You're going to give me all my money. Mm. And, uh, and also just, I think it goes to his plans as a player though. Like what does he want out of the rest of his career after this recovery? How does, does he feel like he can play another five years in the league? If he does, you know, maybe he does take a a, a pay cut for this year to do an extension, but to to get, (laughs) to get money for more years. You know what I mean? What, what came up here? He said I was a douchebag. Cause, uh, I did just get LASIK eye surgery. Maybe you're a douchebag, Mike Burkharder or whatever your name is. I can't even read your name. No, I just, uh, like wearing these, man. I just, you know, something I did, uh, the lights are kind of bright in here too. So. After, uh, halfway this season, we got on a win streak and it was just fun. I don't consider myself a douchebag, but you know, if you feel like that, Hey, talk your talk, brother. You I'm would be a douchebag for wearing sunglasses on a brown sunglasses and a, a browns podcast. And a browns podcast in a brown studio. Yeah. What are you for being a fuck in the YouTube comments? <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I, I don't understand internet trolling. Yeah. You it, know. It's not very good. Like they're not you would think that if they're gonna do it yeah. a lot, they'd get better at it. They'd be more talented with their trolling. They just regurgitate the same dumb things over and over. I didn't get my feelings hurt, man. It's all good. Don't worry about it. You, I think you've probably been called worse (laughs) for sure in real life, not even on YouTube. It's all good, brother. (laughs) To my face, to my face. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Jack. Appreciate you, bro. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Manly Bands. Browns fans. I have an exciting new sponsorship partner for you guys, and it is crazy how it all happened. Okay. So I'm getting married soon. I want to pick out my wedding band. I did not know that the cost of gold was the highest it's ever been. So, you know, when the rings I I liked and they pulled out of the case and showed me and I I turned it over, saw the price tag and they were $1,600. Yeah, I essentially crapped my pants and ran out of there. I hate jewelry stores. I hate the salespeople. I hate the selection. We went and again, true story here, seven different stores looking for a ring and all of them had the most pathetic selection imaginable for men. So I said, screw it. I went to manlybands.com and everything after that point was an incredible experience. Their selection is huge. All sorts of styles, materials, guys, they have wedding bands made from Jack Daniels, whiskey barrels, meteorites, and even dinosaur bones. They also have a huge selection of the tungsten rings that everybody likes, cobalt, chrome, and gold. And the best part was the customer service was some of the best I've ever received. In a world of AI and bots, Manly Bands keeps it real with real freaking people. The whole experience was so awesome, I asked if we could advertise for them on the show, and here we are. Screw those jewelry stores and those salespeople. Manlybands.com. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, for a whopping 25% off your order. Whether you've already got a band or you're getting married in the future, check out what they have. Also, you can order a free ring size guide, and they'll ship it straight to you. So you know exactly what size ring you need. And again, never step foot in a jewelry store. And also for you big fellows with the big hands, guys, they got rings up to size 20. Rings come with free engraving in the U.S. And they send you a free silicone band with your order. It's unreal. These guys are the best. Manlybands.com. Promo code DOGS for 25% off your order. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I guess if we're done talking about Nick Chubb, we can talk about people who say more stupid things. Yes, yes sure. Right? Transition. Very nice. <laughs> Do we want to play the clip first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So just if you guys are watching this on YouTube after the live and this clip that I'm about to play from Get Up is not on here, it's because YouTube made us take it out because of copyright. YouTube's kind of stupid. I hate YouTube. But anyway, here we go. I'm trading Deshaun Watson and a second round pick to the New York Giants for Daniel Jones. And hear me out. What's if you're the Cleveland Browns, you have Dorian Thompson-Robinson, you have Joe Flacco, and now a 27-year-old Daniel Jones who has one year left of guaranteed money for $36 million and an enormous amount of flexibility moving forward. And if you're the Giants, you're getting Deshaun Watson, who's Are 29, Are you? who's making $46 million a year for the next three years and a second-round pick. And to me, you need a front-line difference-making quarterback. Because, Bart, right now, if you're the Giants, how in the world do you win the NFC when you have to beat San Francisco, Green Bay, Dallas, Philly, and Detroit? With Daniel I, Jones, I, right. Yeah, with Daniel Jones. So, to me, Deshaun Watson hasn't played well the last couple of years, but he has a high upside, and he's only 29 <laughs> years old. So, so, so. Who says no? <laughs> All right, hang on. Okay. Before you guys even go, you guys yes. want to – Let me say something here. Okay. A one forty eight in one fifty six. What do you think that is? A one forty eight and a one fifty six. Yeah. What, are, what do you think those two numbers represent? Uh, <laughs> that's Mike Tannenbaum's career as a GM. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So, okay. so maybe maybe this guy doesn't give advice. Okay. Uh, on he's not on a good trader. yeah on personnel decisions yes. for for good football teams because. That that was the maybe the dumbest thing I've. The Giants should trade for Deshaun because he's such a difference maker, and they have to win right now. 
But we have to also give up the second round pick. Right. Because he's so bad, that's the only way we can get rid of him? Yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> That, that that was that was literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then it frees say. up all this money, but it doesn't really free up hardly any money because they damn near make almost the same amount per year. Right. And then the thing that also is crazy about it because I I really like thought this through and I was like just tried to like listen to his take on it. And he's like, man, the NFC is so tough. Green Bay, San Francisco, and I'm like, what about the AFC? What about the killers in the AFC? You got the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. That's you got a good Buffalo, point, Josh Allen. Look at our division. Yeah. You think Daniel Jones can stay upright against Baltimore, against Pittsburgh? It's just Get a, a crazy, here. crazy. Well, and he started off saying something stupid where he's like, they have Dorian Thompson Robinson. Joe they Flacco. They have Joe Flacco. First of all, we do not have Joe Flacco. No. He is not under contract, no. you dipshit. And second of all, did you watch DTR this year? I'm sorry. That's not an argument in favor of getting Daniel Jones on the right. roster. Are you kidding me? Daniel Jones is terrible. Uh, Daniel Jones can be successful in the East against <laughs> Washington. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, Philly and Dallas are okay. But, I mean, do we not think the AFC North is a better division than the AFC East? I, his, was his whole point that we could get out of Daniel Jones' contract after one year? Was that like that? Is that because it know. just makes no sense? It, it well, and he made it sound like the Browns aren't trying to win right now. Like, hey, right. hey, bro, we're in like this is it. This is yeah, our we are trying the, to win. The, the time is now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, Daniel Jeez. Jones makes forty million a year. Right, it's just forty million too much. Forty million a year. So people, people like to, people will say Deshaun Watson has the worst contract in sports. <laughs> you know what? Another thing too, Daniel Jones makes forty million a year. I, I could be way off on this. And this is just my personal opinion. He's Daniel Jones is like a little athletic and like can do some things. Daniel Jones kind of reminds me of a former quarterback that we had to where everything had to be pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Like, and even then he's had one kind of okay, okay year. year. It's not like he just got lucky and had it in the contract year. <laughs> yes. Right. And I'm in a bad spot. And I know you're talking about Baker, but I don't, you don't know that I'm talking about Baker, Baker was, I mean, I take Baker Mayfield over Daniel Jones. Any For day sure. Me I too. mean, at least I feel like there are times when Baker can put it all together and go out there and win a ball game here yeah. and there, but not Daniel Jones. People, people will crap on the Browns and say that they, they screwed Baker. They made the hard decision that the giants didn't make. Right. And yes. you know what I mean? Mm. Like it was very similar. Yep. yep. And the Browns made the tough decision, which is when you want your people in charge to, to be able to do, you want them to be like, I know this is going to give us some heat, but I can take that heat because I, this is what I think is best for the team. And they moved on from Baker and whether they were going to move on from whether Deshaun Watson was on the table or not, he I was, I, they were saying all this stuff in public. He was not coming back. Okay. They were moving on and because they knew he wasn't worth 40 million a year. And, they the Giants didn't do that, and now they are up shit creek. Yep. Yes, that is a great point because they were in the same situation as the Browns, and they copped out and said, "We'll just pay this guy because we're too cheap to go out and get a better guy. We don't know what to do. We have a shitty management. I don't know what their paid situation him instead was. of Saquon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it goes back to you don't pay your running backs, <sighs> but Daniel Jones really forty million dollars a year. Yeah, I love that. Deshaun Watson is not the worst contract in his sport. Correct. <laughs> uh, so, and, and then 
you know, you know, you said something dumb if Aaron Goldhammer is pushing back on right. that. Okay, and <laughs> yeah. I and I saw him. They had Tanabon on, and yeah, he I was saw like, and he was like, the Giants are trying to win right now, and he was like, we're trying to win right now. Like we have the ro- we have a better roster than the Giants do. We are in win now mode, and Tanabon's just fumbling over himself. And I'm like, if if Goldhammer is telling you you're dumb, you you went off the rail, stupid, because Goldhammer is like. I do the eight literal horse shit on, t- on <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? Did. So, uh, so if that guy is telling you, you said something stupid, you know, you messed up. Well, and then he, yeah. And he, so he, he says it on ESPN, something stupid. And then he doubles down on it. It's like, at some point you just got to step back and say, man, I really shouldn't have said that. They have pre like production meetings. Whenever he came up with this in the production meetings, it get up. You'd have to think like, so everybody was like, what the fuck did this guy just say? Yeah. Like they, it's about the clicks, bro. And it's that's what leads clicks. me to like, does anybody even watch ESPN and this stuff? Like get up, do, do, I used to like do we get take up a this lot stuff serious anymore? Oh, it's not, it's not serious anymore though. Yeah. It's no. not a serious industry. So I, there was a time in my life, especially like when I was younger and single and lived by myself and nobody else was, I would watch sports center mm-hmm. and then I would watch Cold the exact pizza. same sports center. Yeah. And then I would watch the exact same. I would, it was just on my TV, and yeah. I just watched it. I did that as a kid. Over was, and over and over again. Yeah. And I'd be honest, outside of a football game on Monday night or something, I don't remember the last time I turned on ESPN. Mm. Even during football season, and I, and I know like the guy gets on my nerves, I watched The Herd a million times before I would turn on ESPN. Mm. Because Colin might annoy the crap out of me, but at, like, at least it's sports. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And... Um, I don't. I like Dan Orlovsky. I still don't watch it. Ryan Clark is. He says some. He's about fifty fifty. Uh, they just. It's bad. Yes, I don't remember the last time I watched it. And at one point, it was the only thing I watched back like the golden age when they had the This Is Sports Center commercials yep. and it had the ticker on the side. Yeah. You, so you knew what was coming up next, and the top ten was coming up, and I'd just be watching just to get to the top ten. Nine more, man. Nope. Not, Not anymore. anymore. What they about get, Pat? You ever watch Pat? Uh, I, fun, I watch like more clips of Pat than yeah. I actually just sit down and watch his show. Um, I tell you, I think what really started like the downward trend for ESPN was when they went to both coasts. Mm. But they had all their talent in one building. I used to watch Stan, uh, Stan and Neil at oh, night. Yeah. And then they went out West coast and they didn't start coming on until, you know, I was already going to bed and those were the, the funniest guys. They got rid of, you know, I don't think Kenny Maines there anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is. I can't remember, but if he is, he's not there very often. Couldn't tell you. They lost all the all the talent. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it's one thing. It's is, not even watchable. The, the watchable. big my biggest takeaway from like ESPN and a lot of these sports shows anymore is I don't feel the sincerity. Like there's nothing genuine about it. It's all. I feel like it, like it's scripted. They just bring up random bullshit just to just for argument's sake and it's like yeah ah. no that's fair i and mean I, that's what sells like, like there's there's no way there's no way did Tannenbaum really think this is a good trade idea i mean maybe. i mean seriously maybe did okay but then somebody thought that it was worth letting him say yeah come on really i mean they they had it at the bottom and everything they were ready for it i don't want to like it was coming get into too much about the world or whatever thing but what's killing <laughs> what's killing sports we'll keep it this the 24-hour news cycle and, and social in social media, these they have to just say stupid stuff stay to try relevant. to get you to watch, so they can clip it because it's the only way to stay relevant. Yeah. And you have to have something to talk about twenty four seven. 
you know, it's not, you can't, it doesn't just stop at one point. They have to be, have stuff to talk about one in the morning, two in the morning, three in the morning. Um, I just hate like reactionary media anymore. Like is this person has a bad game and then for the whole next week is like, is his career over or he has a good game? Is he an envy? Like, can we just watch a football season? And I know like we do a weekly podcast and we talk about stuff on a day to day, week to week basis, but that's why all throughout the season, I was like, guys, let's relax. It's like watch maybe the next couple games before we decide if we're good or not. Think about Browns fans. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, literally eight weeks ago, there were still Browns fans talking about Kevin Stefanski needed to be fired. I mean, yeah. that's a real thing that we heard daily. I still hear it, Multiple, dude. multiple times. I believe it. I, I believe it, which is wild to me. I know. It's just, it, it's everything is 100% go or like nothing. And it's mm-hmm. just, it drives me nuts. And that's all ESPN is anymore. And like you got Ryan Clark going on there saying the hardest thing I had to do all year was pretend like Brock Purdy was an MVP candidate, but there's a thousand clips and you weren't yeah. pretending. And then even afterwards, he'll say something like, Oh, Brock Purdy showed me what he could do. And like, but you 10 minutes ago, you said you were pretending. So what? So now should I not believe anything you ever say? Because you were pretending because the producer in your ear told you to act like you thought he was good. So it's not even your own opinion. If I want your own opinion, I got to go watch your podcast. Right. You know, so it's just like, why would we, why, why listen to anything any of them say? I will say that is one thing that I really enjoy about, and this is off Brown's topics and stuff. I just, just podcasting in general. I love that it, we're an independent podcast. We're beholden to nobody. No. We just, we say what we want to say, what we believe and, until we get kicked off of YouTube. And then we'll be, well, it doesn't matter. You can't kick us off of yeah. Spotify. You can't kick us. I mean, we'll, we'll always be somewhere. It's, I at like your, it. At your mom's house. <laughs> I moved out of there. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, so now, the, are quite arguably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. There's a reason that dude, I, I saw something. This is what made me chuckle when I was looking up uh, hit some of his stats. Um, let me, let me, oh, here we go. Um, his time with the Miami Dolphins, uh, after acting as consultant for the team during the 20, uh, oh, he became the vice president of football operations starting February 1st, 2015, after acting as a consultant for the team during the 2014 NFL season. On December 31st, 2018, he was reassigned from his duties without a defined purpose. <laughs> So his last time, like in charge of a team or whatever, they were just like, Hey man, you just like, can you go do something? Like, we'll keep paying you just what, just like go hide. Just somewhere. find something yeah. to do. Yeah. Like, can you grab a broom? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you're not, you, you don't get to make any decisions. Get to anymore. the bottom of this for us. Yeah. Uh, like, Hey, yeah, I heard somebody said something. Can you go just go away? Mm. That, that, that's uh, what essentially what happened to him. And then all of a sudden he pops up on, this is a guy who's considered an expert. Right. And that's why th- these shows are failing and nobody cares anymore because. Hey, we all have the internet. <laughs> it took me five seconds to realize that Mike Tannenbaum fucking sucks at his job. You know? That's right. Fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. it, I, I can find that out very quickly. So why would I listen to this guy? Mm-hmm. Now, Especially if, when this is the stuff he says. Yes. If he wanted to talk numbers. Okay. Cause I'm not going to do that. But to just like sit here and talk about these player personnel decisions you would make when I can just jump on Google and be like, oh, you got told to just go hang out in a broom closet <laughs> at the end of your tenure. You're under 500 for your career. Okay. So maybe I shouldn't take you that serious. Right. Yep. Um, so, yeah, 
I I wanted to, I was going to do like my first solo outing talking about this, but I knew we were going to talk about it on oh, the show. Okay. When are you starting that, by the way? I guess, are we announcing it to everybody right now? I don't want to make any commitments. <laughs> I finally got my home, like a new home set up. I got my, I got the recording program set up. I actually put it out in the, the uh, discord today, what they wanted me to talk about. Um, so I'm going to hopefully start dropping some stuff. Some, uh, is it weird if I call it solo content? Does that make it sound, <laughs> no, it does that sound, make it sound erotic? Blake's <laughs> takes man. Blake's takes. Uh, it's not behind a paywall yet. So just keep your socks on. Mm-hmm. I or don't. Bro. I can't make any promises. I kind of figured. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be like me, like pushing my fingers between my big toe and my. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. I just broke the internet. People are going to be lining up. Our first 1 million view video on YouTube. Yeah. I, look at those disgusting ass feet. Those look like the feet of a guy who doesn't walk too much, but when he does, it hurts because he's hurts heavy. His knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, all right, well, it's getting ready to go off the rails here. So we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, I got to go home. I'm a a husband and a father. And I say things like that on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to be able to look that up someday. I know. I know. I'm like the Kim Kardashian of podcast hosts. I'm going to have to explain to my kid one day, like, yeah, I I mean, there is a video out there of me. (laughs) I made a foot joke one day. She's like, Oh dad, (laughs) you're so embarrassing. (laughs) Kids will be uh, texting it back and forth at school. Uh, did, did you guys hear uh, her dad say back in 2024 that he was going <laughs> to shove his finger between his toes on the internet? <laughs> uh, well, if you're still hanging out with us, we appreciate it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't do any more episodes anymore. Sorry, guys. It's all Blake's solo content. Yep. Uh, we appreciate you guys being here. Uh, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, I think okay. I was going to like talk crap about somebody, but then like they ended up being nice. So thanks for being here, Joey Nichols. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we appreciate the conversation. You hanging out with us. Um, appreciate everybody being here, hanging out with us in the off season. Leave us some voicemails. It doesn't even have to, you know, necessarily be Browns related all the time. If you want to talk calves or, you know, I know the, the guardians slash Indians, um, they came out and said, doesn't matter how much money we're going to make. We're just not going to put it into our team. So I know that's it's I'm looking, for, looking forward <laughs> to the, the baseball some, season. I can't yeah. wait. Uh, so, we, you know, we're looking for anything uh, to talk about in the off season. Uh, people in the dog pack said we should try to open up these main episodes a little bit, kind of talk about whatever. Um, so just leave us some voicemails. We'll get into whatever you guys want to get into as we transition into the off season. And uh, yeah, we look forward to hanging out with you guys passing the the next few months until we get closer to the draft and all that good stuff. Uh, Again, we appreciate you guys being here and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the dogs podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the dogs podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at the You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 